Welcome to the Glorio Chat, the best anime podcast on the internet. You know, we've been doing this a long time. Over we have. 10 years yeah. now. Uh-huh. Uh, we're about to hit yeah. five years on this iteration of the podcast, believe it or not. Wow. Nice. And cool. uh, wow. yeah, in January, I believe. And uh, killing it out here. I, I, you know, as long as we've been going, uh, is it possible that we're going to outlast Twitter? Yeah, maybe. You know, given the current circumstances, it's it's certainly in the cards. Yeah. Uh, you know, if I were if I were a betting man, mm. I'd say, uh, and I, I'm definitely not biased here. This is not in, this is not insider trading. I'm not pulling a Yuji Naka here, but I would say, <laughs> from my unbiased perspective, I think the Glorio is a safe bet. I think you should invest <laughs> in Glorio. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I'm totally not I think buying, it's worth your money and time. Totally not buying Glorio stock in your own name uh, right now. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. We're fitting all the timely news stories in, I guess, uh, at the moment. But yes. Uh, we live in the clown dimension, man. The, the number of headlines we are getting hit with this week is. Uh, yeah. I mean, by the time this actually goes out next in a couple days, who knows what will have happened by then. But yeah. Uh, We'll see how it goes. Anyway, Topical. we've got some anime to talk about. So uh, just to introduce everybody, I'm Jell. I'm joined by Iroh. I'm still here. I'm not dead yet. And uh, joined by G. You know, I think, uh, I think the title of Chapter 3 of Tactics Ogre perfectly mm. uh, summates the current vibe. Which is uh, ambition and greed rule, while dogs and swine serve. <laughs> oh God, <Yeah>. yes, yes. <laughs> well, that's. I have to admit, yeah. I I wanted to talk about Tactics Ogre because not only because Tactics Ogre Reborn came out this past mm-hmm. week, and, and I want to talk about it, but also. I want an excuse to make "Let Us Cling Together" this episode title. Uh-huh. Ah, so, yes, because uh, <laughs> Tactics, Tactics Ogre just uh, jam packed with amazing, uh, yes, title chapter titles and whatnot. Yes, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, actually, we we did want to. I did want to talk. Joking aside, I did kind of want to talk a little bit about that because, gee, you and I have been playing that. Yeah, um, one day perhaps I will. I will. Yeah, I'm, I'm is, in the middle you know, of the Venn diagram. Like we've got G here as the Tactics Ogre Circle. I'm yes. over here as the Fancy Final Fantasy Tactics Circle, and Gel's here in, in the center. I, I'm in the middle of the, yeah. the diagram. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no Tactics Ogre Reborn came out. That is, of course, the remake of the original Tactics Ogre. Let us cling together, which is a remake uh, of Tactics Ogre, or, or, is, right? Yes, which is yes, a remake the, of like the Super Famicom, like uh, yes. yeah, and you know. Aside from Fire Emblem being the you know the the great granddaddies of the SRPG genre, yeah, right? I mean, bef- even you know even before Final Fantasy Tactics, right? Uh, Tactics yeah. Ogre or Ogre Battle, Ogre Battle, the March is, of the Black uh, was, Queen. Yes, was sort of Matsuno's original you know SRPG baby, right? right. His uh, his testing ground for his ideas of maps with height differences 
and mm-hmm. geopolitics. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Class system. Um, yeah. And as someone who, like, Final Fantasy Tactics is arguably my favorite video game of all time. And, yeah. uh, it's a good game. And, and, you know, I've attempted to play this Tactics Ogre game before, and I think I, my brain was just not in the mind set for it, um, where as it is now. So mm-hmm. getting this remake, I've been very much into it. And you can definitely see because they are they are both, you know, Matsuno games, right? And then yes. he, he created Tactics Ogre. He did Tactics Ogre, and then, you know, he would do a couple years later Final Fantasy Tactics. And you can definitely see like the DNA there of like ideas mm-hmm. he was trying in Tactics Ogre that carried over into Final Fantasy Tactics and whatnot. It's pretty interesting even just from that perspective but uh you yeah, know and, and i think even like coming at it in you know 2022 like i feel like the thing that is so striking about that game that i guess i can only imagine must have been like fucking mind-blowing in like 1990 you know whenever this game came out originally 95 yeah. 95 is like the choices right like the dialogue choices you make and how significantly some of them can affect uh mm. the the progression of of the story right like because right. you know otherwise we're like in 95 we're still sort of in the era of what thou must for yes Japanese, right right like like matsuno is putting tactics ogre down here you know he's slamming that cartridge into the super famicom <laughs> and he's saying you will commit the war crimes <laughs> i mean th- this is the same year as like chrono trigger right like yeah. which oh yeah is like you know you know chrono trigger is so obviously an all-time great video game adventure of you know but, robots and frogs yeah baddies yeah um so yeah i mean it's a pretty <laughs> yeah. remarkable achievement for its time period and it i yes. i mean obviously there have been you know, enhancements uh, over the years <laughs> for the the remakes, and maybe some things don't age as well as others. But I think it still holds up pretty good. Like, yeah, playing it right now, I do think that a lot of the changes they have made, um, are pretty smart ones in terms of what it, what they have tweaked with the sort of the engine that is the gameplay. Like, quite frankly, um. Okay, so here's the thing, right? So I have only ever played the PSP version of Tactics Ogre, right? Like I was. That's the Look, base I was for this version, right? Uh, yes, yes. You know, I was four years old in 1995, so uh, <laughs> it was not, not well, quite I there. I don't think until the PSP. Yeah, I think the PSP okay, was yes, the first time it was okay, playable in the US. Yeah. Version, version out, so. All right, just... Yeah. Okay, so um, my, my timeline is corrected then. But um, then then I can, I can speak to that. The PSP version of Tactics Ogre is kind of grindy because... Mm-hmm. Um, like, yes, they did the, like, classes level up as a whole thing, mm-hmm. but, like, the thing about the original, and by original I mean the PSP version of Tactics <laughs> Ogre, is, like, weapons and equipment had, like, prereqs you had to meet. Like, they had 100%. skill prereqs that you had it's to sort grind. Of like, sort of how, like, in Fire Emblem, like, you can't use the higher level swords unless you have enough, like, sword proficiency yeah, basically, right? Like, even consumable items oh, had, nice. like, prereqs that you yeah. had to hit to use them. Um, like, all the skills. So, uh, uh, 
I, I you know, Jell, uh, since you've been playing, you know, you kind of, you've probably already noticed that, oh, you can kind of switch classes freely in this version of Tactics Ogre, right? Because, you know, if you're a level 10 warrior and you switch over to level 10 knight, yeah. you will already have the level 10 knight skills available to, to, to use. Yeah. That's not really mm. how it worked in the PSP version. Yeah. Like, you had to actually kind of like grind individual characters. Yeah. And so, you know, it's just like, the the bones of the game are fundamentally the same as they were in the PSP version, but I I think they made some smart choices. Just get rid of like a lot of the extra hours of grinding that you right. had to do in the PSP version, and I think that you know. And here's the thing, right? Grinding is sometimes fun in certain games and in certain you know turn based art. I mean, uh, uh, you know, strategy yeah. RPGs. It can be fun. I don't think grinding was that fun in Tactics Ogre. Like the combat no. is good but it is not so like uniquely compelling that mm -hmm. it alone could be the reward for like spending 20 hours leveling all my guys up, yeah you know? <laughs> and it's so it's so time consuming with every battle's taking like you know 30 plus minutes or something right? yeah. Like, yeah, yeah so yeah. you know you know at some point you've got like and this is more so in the story modes, but you you know you've got ten units and four guests, and then the, there's twelve yeah, units on right. the other side. You know your battles are taking like forty five minutes, yeah. so and which is fun, but like I don't want to have to do that, repeat that yeah ten times to get ten times just to get yeah. you know use the sword I want right. So right. <laughs> like like the thing I found pretty <clears throat> the thing I have found pretty uh, nice about this new version reborn is like. I am doing a little bit of grinding, but it really is only when I am changing classes to, like, you know, let's say I'm changing Denim from Warrior to, say, um, like, Berserker, who uses fists and axes, right? So then you and need to, so, like, grind a bit to get your fists and axe proficiency up? Basically, yeah, yeah. Like, that yeah. is the only thing I'm doing, you know. And you can do like, that in, like, two or three battles or something. Like, it's Yeah, the auto that. battles. They're very yeah. fast, you know. And That's good. But but otherwise, like I'm just kind of going story mission to story mission, which feels really nice compared to uh, the PSP version. Um, one thing I gotta I got I gotta I gotta tell you, Gel, in case you haven't realized it, um, have you upgraded your pants yet? Oh, pants. My pants? pants. Uh, like buying new ones? Okay. Or... Have you unlocked crafting? Yes, but I haven't. I haven't actually like. Like you adding like the plus one to them, basically. Like all right, that. all right, Jill. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give this one, one to you for free. Okay. All right. Upgrade the upgrade my pants. <laughs> upgrade your pants. Okay. All right? Because because do you know what plus one pants gives you? I I did not look, but uh... plus one movement speed. Oh fuck! Wait, really? Yeah, dude. That's always what. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I That's mean, like game breaking. Yeah, my. I mean, I remember. Oh. When... For example, Final Tactics and slapping the plus one move speed boots onto everybody because yeah, you that shit. Yeah, dude. No, no, no. This yeah, is, I this mean, is any the... any SRPG like this, you give me plus one movement, I'm taking it. You're yeah. The like, real tactics you're moving like maybe Ogre five tiles, right? Like, starts here. Yeah, no, that means that yeah, your denim now gets five tiles of movement. Your wizards are now moving four. It, yeah, it is. It is yeah. a game changer. It's right. a huge percentage upgrade. I, I, okay, I, I, and as soon I'm not, as we I'm get not... off this podcast, I'm <laughs> yeah. gonna start crafting my go, pants. Go craft those plus one pants. <laughs> yes, and um, you I'm know, upgrading I'm upgrading my pants. I, I, I'm only getting started. After you upgrade all the pants, gel. Okay. You want to upgrade the gloves. Okay. Because plus one gloves gives you plus one jump. Also good. Wow. Not as good, yeah. but 
which okay. doesn't make any sense. Well, it, it means you can like clamor, right? Yeah, well, kind of. Is, better. is that the logic on that one? I think I think that's the implication. Yeah, okay, sure. Oh, we'll take it. Sense. All right. Well, you're putting me on the real game here, so uh, I'll yeah, have to... Uh... No, believe me, yeah. Like, the, the, don't, don't act, like, like, in all seriousness, don't sleep on the upgrade system. The, the, the crafting is kind of where the real power curve starts to appear in Tactics Ogre. We're now a strategy guide podcast. Um, <laughs> yes. Is a, you know, yeah. like, but, like certain, certain weapons, if you get them up to plus one, will get like a secondary ability, like, you know, okay. has a chance to inflict silence when hit, you know. That, that, like that. while that does see, sound broken, it is kind of cool because usually I, like, I didn't even really look because in most games when it's a plus one, it's like, oh, I get like, you know, five extra attack or something. Right, like, exactly. It's not like a very exciting thing to waste your time on and i'm like okay that's that sounds actually valuable so i'll, I'll definitely have to dig into yeah, that man, more. get those get those pants yeah pants. um but yes crunchy mechanical things aside also just you know i'm a sucker for the political intrigue and uh class warfare and uh tough choices <laughs> you have to make um I didn't want to have to fight that pregnant woman, but you know, um, <laughs> sometimes you do what you have to do. Yeah. You know, hey, this is this is how war, how man. much do you value your freedom, Gel? You know, yeah. is it worth more than this person's livelihood? I, I also kind of appreciate that the chaos route seems to be like the main route. Is that a fair assessment, or like the easy, like the more like natural route to take? Yes, I, I would say that like chaos is probably considered uh, the more sort of despite its name, it is compared considered the more conventionally heroic route. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say the morality of the chaos route is a little bit less um, questionable. Actually, a fair a fair bit less ambiguous. You know, like you right, kind okay. of it, it's it's definitely more straightforward in terms of what its heroes want and the goals that they need to achieve to okay to to make those um mm-hmm. those those ideologies those those desires a reality um i think personally um i find so so i'm also currently playing chaos first but that's for like absurd min max reasons <laughs> i think law route is maybe the one in hindsight, you know, looking back 20 years, Law Route is the one that is maybe a little bit more interesting. Like, it's a little bit more... It's a more complex meal. There's more to chew on there in terms it, of like. Is it like? Is it like me playing Black Eagles and Fire Emblem or? Uh... <laughs> kind of, but not quite. Right. It's like I won't. I won't spoil what, where Law Route goes. Um, you know, obviously there is the decision at the end of chapter one that sort of hints to you where where the Law Route goes, but I would say that a lot of Law Route is. It, it is a story of redemption. Right, it is the okay. story of a man who has realized he has committed the gravest sin imaginable. He has, That's actually he has, not the way I thought that was going to go, but yeah, okay, yeah, that makes it, like, it makes like, sense though. Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of like Law Route is about sort of dealing with the consequences of mindlessly following orders, and then having to come to terms with the actions you have committed yourself to. And sort of like, is there anything you can do for the rest of this game that will ever like have a chance of redeeming you? And hmm. the answer is 
uh, ambiguous at best. And so for that reason, I think... I think at the time, right, like, Chaos Route makes a little bit more sense because it is the more heroic one, and, like, it is more about, like, breaking... Chaos Chaos Route is inherently about breaking the shackles, right? It is about destroying the wheel, so to speak. Right. Whereas Law Route is definitely... It, it's... it's it's You are still constrained by the system... But as a result, the things the characters do within that system kind of get very interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it sounds like there's more nuance to it, right? As opposed to, I feel like, I I don't feel too terrible about any of my chaos decisions yet. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's it's interesting. The fact yeah, that we were, we were, even pull, we were even pulling these things out from a 1995 video game is... Uh, yeah pretty cool but yeah a no, bunch that, of that weird 1995 definitely... video games co- remakes coming out lately huh <laughs> yes two in one year oh uh live alive live alive right? oh, that was yep. 94 sorry never mind okay Disregard ah, close enough close enough <laughs> i gotta i gotta finish that too at some point but uh yeah so that game is uh pretty good uh we also had uh ira did you add pokemon on here i did okay Scarlet I, Violet came yeah, out. I'm a couple hours into the new Pokemon game, and there's some interesting stuff going on there. Really? Considering it's, you know, the thing about Pokemon is it's always an iteration on fundamentally the same thing. And so yeah. at some point, the tiny changes seem big, <laughs> right? What, what, what did they change? The sort of... Or thing this time is that there's a it's more a more open world sort of game of like i went you like after you finish the tutorial zone they basically say like hey here are all of the boss fights here 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 here, here on your map okay have fun bye-bye yeah right i heard i heard you do the the gyms in any order in this yeah. in this game so obviously like for example yeah, that was my understanding. Obviously, like, I went to a location and the Pokemon were 20 levels above me and I got bodied, right? But, <laughs> but like, it seems as though I can just run to, I don't know, the, yeah, the, like, ice-type gym or, or whatever far away and go do that. And I think that's pretty interesting to have to have that sort of... That, that is interesting, although if you, if you actually can't do yeah. the gyms... That, that kind of defeats the right, purpose a little bit to me. Right. But I was gonna say, do the levels scale to they you? Do not appear they... to scale. Well, then functionally, that's not actually exactly. that open world. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> that's yeah. That that kind of dampens it a little bit. Um, yeah, there's yeah. um, yeah. Basically, they have the you you go to Pokemon School and then they're like, all right, time for your independent study, and you basically have three tracks you can do simultaneously, which is the gym. The, the normal if I trade gems, then there's like some dude that wants you to investigate, you know, the the special Pokemon around, and then those get put on your map, and then somebody tells you, hey, we need to take down Team Star because they're baddies, and here there are their hideouts on the map. Okay, uh, and so Wait, I guess that's I, one of the school tracks. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the they're all engaged, hooligans. They're all uh, engaged. 
Okay, fine. They're just hooligans, because I was gonna say what the this is like what the 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 engage in paramilitary actions <laughs> against a criminal organization school right. track. That's pretty funny. Um, yeah, uh, and the other big feature is sort of the multiplayer stuff where you can just you know multiple people can load into the same world and run around, and it doesn't appear to limit any of your actions. Hmm. Interesting. So like, okay. I, I pl- yeah, I like so like I jumped into my friend's game like yesterday, right? And so I'm running around catching Pokemon somewhere where he can't even go yet, you know. Huh. And huh. he's he's doing his story cutscenes while I'm out catching shit. Interesting. I mean, and that's since that's now all the battles are in the not not plot battles, but all random battles. There's no there's no wild random battles. The Pokemon are just running around, and you attack them. Right. And so the battle happened in the field and I'm just, you know, he's battling a dude. I'm just running through right through that shit in circles, <laughs> huh. which, which I thought was Yeah, I fun. mean, the, the it's, uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of interesting. Although, again, I don't know what function that necessarily, well, right. actually, no. Hang out attitude. I mean, I, it's also a different way to, like, get Pokemon from the other version, right? Like, yeah. if you want to try to catch them yourself rather than so. making your friend I'm trade them to sure you. I'm not actually sure about that. So the thing I have to ask then, because I I guess that actually explains some of the gifts in videos that have been uh, proliferating uh-huh. online, right? Because I was thinking to myself, like you know, we might as well just get into it, right? Like yeah. apparently this game is like on a technical level, like oh yeah, held to, held together with with string and duct tape. <laughs> yes, like it's it does not run very well at all, and. So I, w- I was watching videos of like people saying, man, look at like how bad these random battles are looking. And the thing that immediately struck me was like, wait, hold on a second. I can just see the background in these fights. You don't like, load usually... into you don't load into the battle zone. It just happens. Right. There. And so as much as people like, you know, poo poo the concept of like, ah, like get, you know, random encounters switch to battle zone. Mm-hmm. Was there was that a, there was a right like advantage to doing it right for right is there a technical was there a technical reason to do that right is because yeah. trying to run pokemon battle instances in the open world right. is perhaps more than here's the thing not more than what the switch can do but maybe right. more than what game freak can do yeah i would say like, <laughs> i haven't had too many problems in battles i've had way more issues in the roaming okay okay um, yeah but yeah and like I don't know if this is new or not, but I haven't played a Pokemon game in, in a hot minute. But you can just remember and forget moves at will. Wait, what? You can just go into your Pokemon's move list in their summary, and then there's an huh. option to remember old moves or forget a move. And you can well, just do that. You know, that's that is crazy, already crazy, man. <laughs> that's that's crazy, but also the competitive Pokemon battler in me appreciates that. Because yeah, no, I, I appreciate it, but also I'm it like, was such wow. a pain having to like. Yeah, I've raised like yes three different perfect IV, perfect EV scissors with technician. And they're they're just saving saving people like G from themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, because like each one had a different move set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know what? Yes, yeah, save me for myself, please, Game Freak. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, small things like that do help. Make, yeah. So the make problem them, I have, oh, I always have with Pokemon, right, is mm-hmm. like, these are good changes. Will these good changes still be around in the next Pokemon? That's sort of <laughs> issue, right. Right. Uh, because yeah. the problem with Pokemon is Pokemon. Here's the thing. 
the, and here's the reason why I I think this is why yes. Sword and Shield kind of broke me. Yep. Right. Like mm-hmm. I I actually never played Sword and Shield. Is here's the thing: Pokemon games introduce quality of life improvements all the time. Like yes. they and totally then they, get, then they get rid of some of them. And that's the problem. Yeah. Like, there's no like, consistency for, to for, it. For example, that at some point, I believe in Gen 5, TMs became permanent. They don't yes. write. And you can use them as many times as you want. In Sword mm-hmm. and Shield, they had TMs that you could use as many times as you want. And they were introduced to TRs, which were a little harder to find. And did break in one use and had the good moves on them. Right. See, why would you and go? So why would you roll those. that back? And so there were TMs and TRs. Now in Scarlet and Violet, there are only TMs. They break in one use again. Oh my god! But you can if you find when you find one, they're they're they seem to be in specific locations, like in old games, right? And you find one, it gets added to your crafting list. Oh, and you can go to a machine at the Poke Center and feed it crafting materials to spit out a, t- a tm hmm. of, that you want which this is, is not like, nearly as exciting as plus one pants no you know, um, <laughs> no i agree um which is like i'm like i see why you might want to do this because it's like we're going to own world but i don't think it's a good idea necessarily yeah yeah it sounds it sounds like that. more motivated by we need something to add more time killing element Story, for the yeah. open world um concept than actually making the game good but i'm interested in the structural stuff of the open world and like i haven't really explored and i don't expect it will actually have much meat to it but you go to you know you go to pokemon school at the start and there's a big ass school building and you pick from a menu which area of this campus you're going to and who's hanging out there to to have stuff to talk to you about and you you know you set your classes and it doesn't actually seem like it, there's much there but it just had me going <laughs> what if we had a persona pokemon type I, game i, I mean isn't persona just isn't pokemon that, yeah, anyway yeah exactly <laughs> i know i i'm i still have some i still put some stock into the the milieu of pokemon um, i know yeah, no look i of course, no. I I still again, even though like Sword and Shield broke me of the spell, mm-hmm. I do look at these games and I go, there is nothing quite like them, right? Yeah. Like, because yeah, I I could be snide and be like, the best Pokemon game of the last five years was <laughs> Shin Megami Tensei oh, Five. Okay, okay, but that's not true. It, <laughs> yeah. like, yes, you well, collect demons, but it is not yeah. the same, right? Like, there's something indelibly unique to the Pokemon fantasy yep. that is very difficult to to recapture yeah yeah um i have not played it yet i'm not sure if i will or not yeah. but i did buy it I for mean, my niece and nephew yes. who are actual children that the game is right i bought this game almost entirely out of spite um because <laughs> i <laughs> i knew a guy i know a guy who's super who was super excited about it and i was like sure man have fun and then like our mutuals were weirdly antagonistic towards him about it publicly and so i was like fine i'll buy this game all right which version did you get i he got violet so i got scarlet and what 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 was your starter is the most important question did you pick weed cat i did pick the cat 
Pick um, lead cat. Okay. Yes. Scarlet is the one with the hot professor, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. well, the I mean, lady, I guess they're both pretty hot, right? They're both but the hot. lady professor. So we, yes. I think the two professors are are married and have a child who is oh, okay. rival characters. Well, that does good for uh, them. Not yeah, pre- that does that. not prevent them from being hot. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. No. But but yeah, I I I bought it for uh, my niece and nephew, yeah. and okay. my my, my niece went on a for them. No, I only bought them the one version. I'm not oh, buying okay. the double pack. But Which one did you get them? They wanted Violet, so we okay. got Violet. Yeah. And uh, my, my niece. Or... My niece went on a whole speech about uh, my niece who probably wants to be a game designer at some point went on a whole speech about how she thought the graphics were flat in uh, Solus. They are. <laughs> and I, I, I can't disagree. <laughs> and... All these fucking, I, I swear, I, okay, Jell, I'll, I'll let you keep going, I promise, but I swear, I feel like I am seeing, like, a trend of, like, children, like, mm. between the ages of, like, 8 to 14 who yeah. they're learning. Are, were likely raised on YouTube, on YouTube yep. like video games. So yeah, games. she has oh, that language. God. Who yeah. are adopting that language? That she's oh, like, she's me. already like a full-formed uh, YouTube game critic. Oh, she looks at video <laughs> games. And mean, that's then, terrible, uh, but... And then my, my nephew was mostly cracking jokes about how the rival character appears to be like way older than your main character. Yeah, you go to the school and like there's kids of all ages there. So, and she's like, "Why is this like? Why is Seventeen-year-old girl beating up on a child? <laughs> oh no, not a hot senpai. Um <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I, I I might check it out if if I was I I would probably get it if I wasn't playing Tactics Ogre right now, it's which Pokemon, is a like huge time sink. You know, but yeah, to an extent, so. it it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we need to uh, keep moving. So, um, the other thing we wanted to catch up on, yeah, getting back around to actual anime. Well, Pokemon is pretty <laughs> anime, even if we're talking about the game. But uh, yep. getting back around to talking about actual anime, um, we all finished watching Cyberpunk Edge Runners mm-hmm. and thought now it might be a good time to catch up on that. One episode a week, as God intended. Yeah. Um. Yeah, well, you guys did that. I actually did binge the second half of it <laughs> in like two days, which I hated. Fair enough. But, which I hated, but I wanted to get it done before the podcast. So, okay. right. Well, um, we appreciate your sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, what you guys think? It's pretty good. Stick with trigger. Wow. Yeah. No, they. Tr- yeah. No, as Eero said, tr- tr- trigger did it, man. They 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 took a show. Okay, we took a studio (laughs) famous for its often accused style over substance approach to (laughs) directing. All right, so we're already taking that as our primary ingredient here. Mm -hmm. We gave them a franchise that was... We gave them the franchise... A a game that was widely panned for how, like, flat and soulless it was in its approach to cyberpunk uh, uh, tropes and ideas. Uh And they somehow made, like, one of the coolest, like, most surprisingly thought-provoking cyberpunk works of the last few years. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, like, it's, I, it's it's pretty remarkable how low our expectations were going into this, <laughs> and uh, yeah, they 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 did pull it off. Um, yeah, they. I, I'm the I'm the only one here who's played the whole game, right? I think you both. Yeah, I never. I played it. like half of it. I think I got right up to the we're going to attack Arasaka yeah, okay, Tower. You basically played the whole game then. And but then, it's like, yeah. <laughs> comparatively, the anime is so much, has has such a better finger on the pulse of what cyberpunk the genre yes. is actually about than yeah. the game does. Like, it's all about how <laughs> the, the pyramid of capitalism, right? Now it's yeah. you have to step. You either step on people to get up, or you kill yourself to get up. Yeah, I I think like the thing that I found so like deeply compelling about Edge Runners is that it turns out that episode one of this whole show was going to like I, I remember when we all watched episode one and we were all like, "Wow, huh? This is a surprisingly uh." a, a surprisingly like smart take on the cyberpunk genre," and mm. I think. I even said something along the lines of, like, look, are they going to throw that out by episode six? Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Turns out, no. no episode one was the thesis of this show all along, right? Yeah. That human suffering, that 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 human capital being the grist for the mill is is the cyber is the capitalist dystopia of cyberpunk working as intended right yeah. like it is it is not a failure of systems right it is not a failure of intent like cyberpunk edge runners is a cyberpunk show that understands that this dystopia the way these characters behave the way they treat each other is the system working as intended yep keep, keep yeah. everyone below you fighting it out for the chance to get to where you are and yep. and then there's always back. somebody higher anyway yep. right yeah like <laughs> you know since how, we watched the whole yeah every time sorry every, every time like first half of the show faraday's you're like hyper smug yeah. villain fixer guy who's you know everyone's got to report to him right and then, like, always in control in the second half of the show he keeps call talk to his bosses and they keep shitting all over him yes just like anyone else right Yep. And that's great. And then his bosses are get shot on by their bosses. Yeah, no, I, I love it, right? Is that it understands that there's always a bigger fish, right? Mm -hmm. And like, like you know, since, since we've all watched the whole thing, we can afford to jump around a little yes. bit. Like, yeah, like one of my favorite moments of the last episode is when Faraday is like bleeding out on the ground and he's like trying, like even in his death throes, he is still trying to do what everybody in the show does, right? Which is posture, mm. right? Yeah. He think he is still in fake it till you make it mode, even as he's bleeding out, trying to boss around Adam fucking Smasher, right? Yes. Yeah. Like he's Adam trying to tell Adam Smasher, Smasher yeah. yeah, like Tari, take those guys out. And oh, fuck are you? My, yeah, my favorite line in this whole show, or one of my favorite lines about this whole show, is Adam Smasher just looking at this dude and being like, Who the fuck are you? <laughs> like what should like, do anything this, right like this dude like, yeah like this dude who like was for the first half of the show so clearly like delineated so clearly defined as you know the de facto uh, authority figure in right. this show is like, himself a nobody 
Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure this was very intentional, but like they dress him up nice in like a suit and everything, right? To make yeah. him, him look like he's some kind of big shot. I mean, and he then, looks like the the final villain of like being a <laughs> right. <laughs> like, and then like, and then like by the by the end, it's like the the you know the the Arasaka corpos are like this this guy's street trash, right? <laughs> like yeah. that's Just like any they, other shitty fixer. Yeah, you know, and, and it's it's really well done from that regard yeah, and i mean you know i guess we're just talking about the last episode but like yeah i, I did want to <laughs> so i, I did want to say um because this is always an ongoing conversation we, we even brought this up last episode about like how important endings are mm-hmm. and yeah. um for me watching this i was actually almost robbed of my joy watching it because the whole time I'm thinking they're going to mess up the ending. They're going to mess up the ending. <laughs> Trigger mess up the doesn't ending. mess up the ending. <laughs> or, 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 okay, it wasn't so much that I thought I know, they were going to yeah. mess up the ending, but like the possibility was looming over my head yes, the entire time. Right. Until right. like the, until like the very last episode. And, um, yeah, no, they, they nailed the ending. <laughs> yeah, dude. Is that, like, is that I... Trigger's actual greatest strength is like, they always they they know how to the ending. just do the crowd pleaser ending like I legitimately was it was okay here's here's that's an interesting question is this was that a crowd pleasing ending because it's very bittersweet okay right wait, that's the thing. That, I mean, that was you a, say maybe that, that was the that was the wrong way for me I, to phrase it but like I, it was correct like maybe yes. not maybe not even sweet really so much but right no mostly just bitter <laughs> right. let's and be it, real. like it was the correct ending for that show yes. right I, no, I, 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 yeah I think that's kind of what I mean is like yeah. it was. You know, it was it was a satisfa- satisfactory yeah. ending, like it was satisfying. But mm-hmm. I think yes. I think what Eero is actually getting at is like Trigger. I think more than like I think a lot of studios out there is uniquely really good at understanding like what is the last page we should leave the viewer on. Right, yeah. like the last page, the last paragraph, the last line. Right, like, and they understand, like, the right ending to give to the right show. Right, yeah. like you know, like Kill a Kill has a great ending. Mm-hmm. Gridman and Dinazenon yeah. also have great <laughs> endings. Um, Cyberpunk Edge Runners also has a great ending, and it is a. And it is an ending that is, like, in some regards so remarkably different from stuff they've done before. Right. While still being the stuff they are famous for. <laughs> they still go to space. Yeah. Okay. They still go to they space. Still, they still have a mech. They still go to space. There's still a mech. They're and the first, gonna... you know, the first two-thirds of the last episode is still just, like, insane. Ama- you know, it's... We are it's, it's, arguing it's and sex, killing everyone. It, it, yeah. It's sex, violence, and mock speed, right? Right. Like, yeah. But... Yeah, just the boldness to end it the way it does, right? Like, because I, I had been speculating the whole time, okay, like, David is going to die, he's going to sacrifice his life to get Lucy to the moon, right? Yeah. yeah. And, like, he does, but, like... The, oh, God, it, this that, that was my favorite part, is the reveal of, like, the moon being not what they were billing part. it to be. Like, <laughs> right, like... Like, that is the thing that is maybe the most, like, emotionally, like, scarring of the whole thing, right? Is David subjected himself to, like, an insane amount of physical and psychological torture to basically afford sending Lucy to, like, 
a tourist trap. Uh, yeah, it's like Disney World in Florida or something. You know, it's. Yeah. I will but, say, I will, I will, I will say the whole time. Uh, I was, I was saying the whole time. Oh, they're gonna, they're gonna mirror the first episode with the David going Cyrus Psycho and like murdering people, right? And they do the way, probably way more effective mirror of like his daily walk. Yes. <laughs> Instead of... Him walking through Night City in the last episode is... That was great. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, say, 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 it, say it as many times as it needs to be said. And Maishi understands, like, the power <laughs> of repetition. <laughs> yeah. This guy's got it done. Um, but I, I do want to shout out some other highlights from earlier in the episode, yeah. uh, earlier in the series that we didn't get around to due to the way we've kind of scheduled our podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we have to talk about um, the Kai Ikarashi episode. Yeah, which yes. is uh, the which is the the one, one where we get main. a little. It, it's right. uh, where where Main dies, but we also get a little bit of his backstory. Yeah, and stuff. I think it's just a again like. All, all these, all these motherfuckers that trigger, man. They, they just, <laughs> they just have, they, they have their hand on the wheel so confidently, and the way, because this is, this is a show that understands it only has ten episodes, right? We yep. don't have time for a long main backstory explainer, right? Mm-hmm. So we just show him as a young man before he's cybered up, running to the literal like barrier of the video game. Yes, I yeah I really I really loved how the the metaphorical point of no return of cyropsychosis is represented as the video game's actual point of no return invisible wall for getting yes. out of Night City because right. yeah when I played that game and like once I was able to drive and I was out in the desert I'm, like, <laughs> I'm just gonna drive until drive the game tells me can. to not yeah. do it and then go yeah. do what I was gonna do <laughs> and like can you know? yeah I mean that. And, that... I mean that's kind of kind of a small point here, but like the way they actually did incorporate the game tie-ins, yeah. were pretty, yep. neat. really well done. Yeah. yeah, and I I really do love that that main episode because I think I feel like that kind of serves as the like, in a lot of ways, it is the jumping point for the rest of the series, right? Yeah, like everything Maine does in that episode and how that imprints on David, yeah, reflects every choice David makes for the rest of the show, right? Because yeah, like, what um was it was that like episode like five or six? It was in the six, middle, I right? Think. Or toward six, the, I, I believe. Yeah. Okay, so actually getting a little into the back half, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, because I feel like before that, I was like, all right, this show is fun, and then after that, I feel like they were kind of taking it into the. It was, it was like, all right, but where are we going with this? And it's like, oh, okay, this is where we're going with this. Yeah. Right. From that point on, um, and I, I do kind of love it, right? Because it's it. like it. Yeah. It, 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 it's in a lot of ways, like like thematically, right? It is the jumping point for okay, this is going to be the rest of the story, right? Yeah. But also, like, I do love that, like, for David, his feelings of inadequacy and inability to help Maine mm-hmm. in that moment is likely what motivates him to cyber the fuck up as much as he does yeah. for the rest of the show, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, is that he is sick and tired of being the helpless kid, right? Like, here he is watching his second surrogate parent die in front of him, and that is what motivates him to, you know, for better or worse, mostly for worse, live the life he does for the rest of that show. It's it's a really striking uh, 
a really striking bit of character development, you know, told in a really efficient, tight 22 minutes. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, it's really good. <laughs> if we if we have to uh all right here's my final question if we have to pick this or akudama drive as the premier cyberpunk anime of the 2020s here <laughs> hmm. that's a little tough because here's the thing right i think look as much as i love edge runners i think if we're talking purely about its ideology and it's what it wants to say yeah i think akudama drive is the more sophisticated cyberpunk story yeah, like I think it has. They're more. more they're more. Um, Akadama Drive is more specific in what they're saying. Yes, like I feel like right, it's a very right. specific. It's a much more specific, like pointed message. Yeah. Um, and, and so for that reason, I think that like Akadama Drive maybe has like the harder hitting story, or at least the harder hitting message. Yeah. But I think Edge Runners is the kind of show that is willing to trade that away in exchange for like. <laughs> Style. character moments right for the yeah. for the emotionality of the storytelling right. yeah there's like, definitely much more personal emotional like, storytelling in I, cyberpunk yeah i like the cast of edge runners so much you know like yeah. i i think i think the cast of akadama drive were fun but they kind of mostly served as sort of one note ciphers right they were meant to yeah. represent an idea or a concept yeah mm. whereas like i fucking love the edge runners crew man like i was legitimately invested in Lucy and David's relationship by the end, you know? I yeah. think that, like many people on the internet, that Rebecca <laughs> is the best character in the show. <laughs> that yeah. poor, poor, poor Rebecca. She really deserved yeah. better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, than... ride, ride or die, Rebecca. Um, yeah. yeah. But, uh... Like, here's this, like, fuck, here's this little blue gremlin who, like, knows yeah. she's going on a suicide mission for her crush who doesn't even remotely yeah. reciprocate the feelings. Yep. yep. And she's still like fucking lock and load motherfuckers were doing it. <laughs> yeah. Like Yes. Man. Yeah, so I mean they're both great. I don't want to yeah. I just that, yeah. that's why it's an interesting question is uh, and you know they have the, they both have their strong points for sure. But uh yeah. yeah. Like Man, yeah. Also also you know what? Hey, shout outs shout outs to Falco. Yeah. The driver Yes, I really did not think you of all the characters in this cast would be one of the last survivors. Yeah, it was a close, very close call. <laughs> just, um, just the getaway driver somehow gets away. So, yep, yeah. Um, uh, he but, was, he um, was, he was all right. Um, yeah. yeah. So, you know, watch both those shows. Uh, yeah, great shows. Yeah, and, fantastic. Uh, um, you know. I think we're all on tape of being like, I don't know about this one, guys. Yeah, no, yep. I think I'll, I'll load up to that. Yeah. Like, I think I, I legitimately was ready to approach Edge Runners as purely visual spectacle, right? Yep. Yeah. Like, I was willing to go into this being like, well, I bet it'll look good. And I think that's be what we it, all right? said. Yeah. Yep. Like, yeah. well, it'll look but, good. But let, let Trigger make their money for their next original project. Yeah, right. And, I mean. Yeah. I mean, but, I, I you know, in retrospect... The setting really works well for Maishi, right? Like it's Yeah. Again, I think so. Yeah. The sex and violence at mock speed is, you know, that's fits this perfect. So um but I, I think the, the the unexpected thing is, you know, how much more they brought to the table, which was, you know Right. What makes it takes it to the next level. So Yes. All right. Watch that. 
and uh-huh. uh, let's let's keep moving. Uh-huh. We'll talk about our other regularly scheduled anime. Um, Spy Family. I don't know if we have a whole lot to say at this point. <laughs> it's good. Um, it's doing its, it's good. Other than the one joke I made about the Twitter situation kind of being like uh, the kids, the kids, <laughs> George Glooman. Yeah, George literally named Gloom the man um, <laughs> who thinks he's getting expelled from school and then finds out he is not getting expelled George from school. George Gloom was caught in a freak medical accident and became Gloom man. <laughs> that is what it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I think I think the only thing to really say about that episode is like it's very it's 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 it's, it's a good show because it understands like what kids do when they're wrangling with concepts they don't like really yes. fully understand. Yeah. yeah. You know? That is that is something I love in general is like while while the kids definitely can act very precocious and well beyond their years, they always bring them back down to earth to remind mm. you that oh, these are 6-year-olds at some point <laughs> like they don't understand what's happening. Yeah. yeah you know, so like they always rein the them back in eventually, yeah. Yeah, you know, the, the kids sort of doing their weird like we're all going to pitch in to make George feel like the number one boy and yeah. we're going to like sing and Desmond's going to do like a little dance number. <laughs> yeah. And I think I think the reason why the joke works right is specifically because Anya doesn't buy in, right? She True. Like, has that like, that look on her yeah. face the whole time. She's like, "What the right?" Hell are you doing? Like, like Anya, who is not a part of like this rich elite society, who doesn't understand the idea of like, oh, like my father's business could get bought out. So she is just like utterly like, "What?" Are you I all mean, she just got that this? look, right? She's just like, yeah. "Man, this is stupid." <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's very good. Um. But yeah, I mean. Uh, I- us not having anything to say is, doesn't mean it's bad. It's just we're in yeah. this. We're in this. Yep. I will say. I mean, uh, sh- shout outs to the original Yor bit, I guess. Oh yeah, you know? there was that whole the whole segment where Yor is like, "Oh no, Anya's clo- forgot her gym clothes. I got to bring him to school." Appear, I believe that's anime original. That that whole yes, short. I okay. believe so. Which they, was cool they, to see. they need. They needed to inject more your screen Yor time. Doing sick parkour, which is totally fine because, like, honestly, like your. Yor kind of gets the short end of the stick during this yeah. specific stretch of episodes. Like she doesn't really feature strongly into any of the yeah of the chapters. Yeah. So yeah, if somebody on the anime studio side of things is like, "Fuck that, we want more Yor." Like, <laughs> who are we to stop them? I'll say I uh, my morning walk route. Uh, there's a car that I walk past that has a Hinata from Naruto bumper sticker and. I'm going to say about one week ago, uh, in addition to the Hinata from Naruto sticker, there is a sticker of Yor from Spy, Spy Family in a, bunny, oh, bunny, in a bunny suit. Just um, really into of anime. Of course. Really into anime moms. And I thought that was funny to just yeah. like see that see that appear one day. <laughs> right? <laughs> a, man. Uh, yeah. a, true, a true man of culture. Uh, <laughs> into, the, into the anime moms. But yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, talk about Mob Psycho 100. I did start watching this. Okay. I I think I'm on. I think I only made it to episode three or four. Okay. So that's I, sort of the beginning of the like cult stuff. Yeah. Right. And I got to admit, I'm kind of bored out of my mind. Ah. Uh, <laughs> like it's good. Don't get me wrong. It's fine. But like. I, I'm like, 
and I, 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 I'll, I'll keep, I'll keep at it because I have a feeling it'll uh-huh. pick up eventually. But I feel like maybe they're taking a little while to find something to do with themselves. Uh, that's not the same thing that we've been doing for two whole seasons. Right. So, um, but yeah, that's about as far as I've gotten, but you guys are much further. So I, I, yeah. I don't know what, how I you think, guys are Yeah, the, the feeling. conclusion of that arc, I think, is pretty solid. Uh, they carted, like, I mean, here's the spoiler. They carted out Utapon. Okay. I, mean, well, I figured, it's bones. you know, <laughs> yes. once, once we hit, once we hit a hundred percent, right? Uh-huh. The, That's when you bring yeah, in. There, when he hits 100% is a really incredible punchline, I think. Okay. Uh, like, and also yes. a good swerve too, yep. actually. Yeah. Again, like it, it's been so long between seasons and I think I brought this up when we watched it. Like, it's been so long between seasons, so we tend to forget. But, like, early on, it was, you know, Mobbit's 100%. He's super pissed. And he's 100%. He's going like, to beat up everybody. But, like, even as early as, like, season two, when he was hitting 100%, or, like, it wasn't just Bob's at 100%. He's going nuts. They would keep doing something different with it. Right. You know? Uh, and because it's been quite a while, like, I think it's easy to forget that and so you know it does it again like he hits 100 percent, and it's not necessarily what you think okay yeah because uh, i'm thinking yeah, and, it's the yeah he goes sicko mode and right and that's yeah. but the thing is that like the thing that's so good about mob psycho is like it finds it still finds a way for someone to go sicko mode yes and it feels like in character and right for where the story is at this specific like juncture yeah, um, that feels good actually. Like again, I don't, you know, I, I'll, I think we'll, we'll try to keep it like vague, Maybe, just, yeah. just to, you know, not, you know, not spoil the surprise. But like, you know, the core of the, the, this, this arc that just concluded is very much about Mob and his relationship with Dimple, right? The little green, you know, right. anime Slimer man, right? Yeah, and sort of what they mean to each other, right? Like, you know, like, to to Mob, Dimple is a very honest friend, right? Yeah. Like, brutally honest sometimes. And the thing is that, like, sometimes we need that in our lives, right? Like, because maybe other people in our life will coddle us or they mm. will you know, entertain our worst habits, right? But sometimes you need a dude in your life like Dimple who's just like, that's stupid. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? What the fuck right. are you doing, man? And and vice versa, of course, like Dimple, the ever, you know, ever unscrupulous little grimy, grimy swindler, you know, ghost man, mm-hmm. needs someone like, you know, like as as cheesy as it is, needs someone who just believes in him like mob does right yeah. like like you can call it naivete you can call it innocence but the point is like mob does consider dimple a friend and treats him like one and it turns out that for all of his like bluster dimple values that a lot more than he lets on yeah yeah and again i'm not <laughs> i don't even know if this would be a spoiler but just the final fight of this arc is maybe <laughs> other than I think the big ghost fight halfway through season two um, against mm. the guy who's possessing the girl. Right. 
I think this might be the other than that. I think this might be the hardest Bones has gone since on Mob Psycho. Okay, like, but it is still undeniably Mob Psycho because you go, God damn, this is the hardest fucking shit I've ever seen animated. <laughs> but also, if I take even one second to step back, <laughs> this is the silliest fucking premise this for a fight I've ever silly. seen. Yeah. It's <laughs> All right. But it works and it gets yeah, you emotionally good. invested. Like I was legitimately like I was emotionally all in on the conclusion of the, yeah. the mob dimple arc uh, of of season 3. They 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 sell it and they manage to stick the landing in a really good way. I Yeah. I I came away from it really really happy how they handled it. All right. That that gives me motivation to uh get back on there. Uh but so so are we in the next arc now? Yeah. Then yeah, we, we, we've so... begun the next okay bit. Yeah, which seems to have which... somewhat lower stakes, which I'm fine with. Well, the interesting thing is that it the the newest arc brings up a question I had never really thought to ask about the Bob Psycho that universe. That is true. Yeah, and basically we are returning back to the UFO Club. Yeah. Okay, and uh, the you know the UFO girl, and basically. Uh, we're gonna take it seriously for once. It took three seasons, right? But we are going to finally gonna try to look for some aliens. Uh-huh. And the question finally hit me: Oh, <clears throat> oh, right. Mob Psycho has like ghosts and spirits and espers psychics and, and yeah. psychics, but has Mob Psycho ever actually confirmed if aliens exist or not? <laughs> Good question. And is Mob Psycho one of those types of settings? So, right. I guess we'll find out with this arc. Yeah. Is, 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 is Mob Psycho going to go the same route of escalation as Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> and what, what left could Mob possibly fight? He's defeated all of the strongest uh, mortal opponents on yes. Earth. Mob might be the most powerful psychic on Earth. Uh-huh. Right. All that's left is to fight an alien. <laughs> right. Yeah. Gravitz uh, shows up and says, I'm your brother. Yeah, basically. Oh, he already has a brother, though, right? So, yeah. Like, yeah. Look, that's not important. All right. So, I think now that I've finished Cyberpunk, I'll have more time to get back right. on that. So, I'll have to catch up. All right. Let's talk about pop team epic and this is our Boy. first casualty of this episode because we are recording a day earlier than usual on saturday and yeah yes i am sad that you guys did not watch today's no, episode I'm, I'm, I'm merely still thinking about hell shakiano instead of whatever yeah today I'm just just thinking about hell shakiano yeah my status um, thinking about hell shakiano yeah i i i'll i i'll admit I think I enjoyed that episode more just from the sheer balls they have to do an entire episode of two grown men in a lab coat playing with giant flip books, Uh, which they did. I think uh, they did in in the first season. Guys, you need to understand. But like, go ahead. I was I was watching that episode during the worst of my fever. (laughs) (laughs) So that's right. I had the You're... chills. I literally wrapped a blanket around me. It wasn't good enough. My brain was like self disassociating from its body. <laughs> and that's the episode of Pop Team Epic I decided to watch. Yeah. And let me tell you, I felt 
I literally felt like my soul was leaving my body as I watched it. <laughs> oh, man. You're not, not really sure if this was real or you're hallucinating from the chills. Yeah, uh, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so, I mean, it, it's fun. The actual, obviously, the actual content is incredibly, like, nonsensical. I mean, the whatever. problem is that, like, the B-side wasn't that, like, because yeah, of just, the nature of the production. Yeah. Th- there wasn't much to the B-side. Yeah. So, but, you know, people people are always thinking about Hellshake Yano, so. Yeah, indeed. Um, this week's episode... Is there any way you could describe this without spoiling us? <laughs> well, the actual title of the episode is Pop Team Epic Battle Royale. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay. And, um, so I don't think it's a spoiler to say that they do Battle Royale. All right. They, okay. they basically play Apex Legends. Nice. And, ah, you mean, like, geez, but they're like Apex Legends. <laughs> but they're, but they're actually like in the game, right? They're not playing Apex. They're like in, they're actually like on the field sure. shooting each other. And they're not subtle about it. It's like the the, the yeah. all the items and everything Apex are using are from Japan. Well, well, yeah, because of all the battle royales, yeah, Apex is the most popular yeah. in Japan. And yeah. um, didn't get the Soccer Wars collab though, unlike PUBG. No, but they are actually. I should just. I should keep my mouth shut. I know things mm, okay. down the yeah, pipeline. Yeah, I know events down the pipeline in Apex Legends that. Oh no, we're gonna get. <laughs> We're gonna get legal action, uh, but I'll I'll keep it at that for now. <laughs> yeah, so um, I don't I won't spoil the actual jokes. Although yeah. I did post one screenshot in the chat. I don't know the, if I even want to click on that. Which is not really a spoiler. It's just a shout out to the local oh, team yes, for dropping yes. in the uh, you cheated not only the game but yourself. Oh, okay. God. I see now. I feel it's, like with Pop Team Epic, I can't even tell. Is that a localization, <laughs> right. or did the writers actually put that in? Yeah, it, I, I, who knows, right? I don't know how well I don't know how well that translated over to uh, to uh, Japanese Twitter, right? But um, it's very good and very dark. Um, the, the ending oh, yeah. of that, sure. okay. Uh, we'll, we'll look forward to it. Yeah, so that 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 was a lot of fun, um, and you know that. There, that was. They had a couple other. This was more of a mixed. It wasn't like just one segment. I do okay. feel like. Is it just me in season two? Are most of the segments longer now? It does feel like they're going for bigger swings uh, yeah. this season compared to last. Where you'll have like a five or six minute thing, and then like maybe a couple, or you know, let's say five to even maybe ten. <laughs> well, the Hellshake Yada one. It was the entire episode. Which is I mean, that was wild. the entire thing. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah, I feel like there's there's like one really long segment and they'll throw in like a couple of small ones where I feel right. like in season one, it was more just like a lot of small ones. But maybe that's just my I, I, th- I think in a lot of ways of that might actually reflect like Pop Team Epic's own weird like rising star in mm-hmm. in anime, because like my understanding is that like the reason they've been able to get so many of these like high profile collaborations is because it turns out that animators, like all artists, are shit posters at heart. Yes, right. And <laughs> just want to do something dumb. Yeah, artists Go just kind of like doing like dumb shit for fun with no like major oh, yeah. like restrictions. Right. So yeah, so it just it I just think, attracts them all. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just like yeah, I'll, I'll I'll do five minutes of like my like weird like 
Evangelion adjacent train battle segment? Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah. Um We'll get Obari back for mm-hmm. like six minutes. <laughs> yeah. So oh, yeah. it was a fun episode. It was one of my favorites personally so cool. far. So you know. Everybody get on that. Well, All right. Uh, speaking, of, speaking of surprisingly speaking of, dark. Yes. Surprisingly <laughs> dark and uh, oh, baby. some good episodes here. Let's talk about Akiba Made War. Majima is here. Yo, yeah. these last two episodes were crazy. So, what the hell? So I, I, I think I've finally come to an understanding of how I feel about the show <laughs> and in a way that I can put into words. Okay. Okay. Because because the the past couple episodes of the podcast, I mean, I've been I feel like I haven't been f- able to fully explain the kind of up and down feeling because you know this is not a perfect show. There there sure. are stretches I have not really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when they are fully committed to being a hundred and ten percent deadly serious, the show is great yeah. because that. Mm-hmm. And not because I'm like getting into the drama and the emotional aspects of it, but because I feel like that amplifies the joke to its highest level. <laughs> yes, like, I, I definitely get what you mean. When, yeah. where, whereas when they actually are doing like wacky comedy stuff, I feel like that's when it's fall been the most flat. Like like the like the training episode, for example. Like I felt like that was more like intentionally wacky. But these two episodes are 110% deadly serious. Yeah, it's wild how hard they commit yes. to the bit. <clears throat> when Nonami uh, is, is just like, no, I'm a maid. I'm definitely yeah. a maid now. <laughs> yes. I'm not. I'm dr- maybe I'm just like this, but I'm a maid. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, they, they, they pull out all kinds of like classic, you know, the sworn yes. sisterhood. And- uh-huh. I mean, we all knew uh, what was her name, Narula, was it? Yeah, Narula, was something like that. Gonna, we we know. all knew she was going to die at some point, right? Like, oh yeah, that that was a foregone conclusion, and they they made the best use of that. Um, Sworn sisterhood. And uh, Ira, you alluded to uh, that's so that's the other thing. I've kind of avoided comparing this to the Yakuza games because I feel like that's just too easy. But I, cu- I couldn't <laughs> help myself when like. You know, you're crazed. The Other the parallel between with a yes, bat. I'm just the like, parallel okay. between like Ronko as Kiryu and um, uh, what Manami. was her name? Manami, Man- Manami uh, as as the Crimson Majima, Supernova. the Crimson Supernova appearing. She in has these a two baseball episodes. bat. I mean, it's the, the, <laughs> the parallels were there, right? I, I you, will say, like, I I maybe bought too heavily into the parallels and ended up being slightly disappointed yeah. that Ronko and Madame didn't actually get that much like right. time squaring off against each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. like even in like the, the final raid on you know the right the, the Oinky Doinky Cafe, uh-huh. like. <laughs> Just saying that it's hilarious. Yeah, right. Like I had to pause. Like, wait, am I gonna say this? <laughs> Sorry, out loud? actually gonna say this words. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Ronko doesn't even like really fight uh, right. Monami in 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 that battle. So it, it really is mostly uh, no. a, a a a a Nagomi joint. Nagonin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nagonin. Yes. Nin nin. Nin nin. nin. I, and like nin, nin. the 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 bit with her just now she's a ninja was like. Yes. <laughs> Like, well, but with like, not just because she went to work at a ninja cafe, but she now has the prerequisite skills to yeah, be a ninja. Like, bro, <laughs> shit. Yeah, straight with the uh, straight with what is it, the Degozaru or whatever? Degozaru, yeah, 
you know? Yeah. <laughs> just coming out of nowhere was just a brilliant uh, choice, yeah, I think. Yeah, that was... Yeah, it's it's it. I mean, I mean, like you know, even within the the context of like this show taking itself like deadly serious, it's like it kind of works as like a big character development moment for for Nagomi, right? Like she yeah. is yes, like with these two episodes, she has found her convictions as a maid, right? She has realized she has real she has literally found her maid way, right? Yes. Like this is how I will be a maid, you know, in Akiba, right? Like this yes. is. This is the these are the principles by which I will carry myself out, and it's like, yeah, yeah all right, I, this works. Yeah, I, you know, I'm always a sucker for when like the wishy washy main character finally like gets their yeah. gets yeah. their act together and like steps up, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's a lot of fun. There's one really dumb incidental gag where it's like they're fighting the raid, they're fighting like you know the the aliens are here to raid Oinky Doink and. <laughs> Cutting them all off, right? And you get to like color, color filtered like punches or whatever. Yes. And when Nagami does hers, like it does like triple cut, and then it does like three more times really fast. Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought that was silly. Uh, <laughs> made, made yeah. Like, uh, yeah. And there's some like solid gold like dialogue. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Like I, I, I think I had posted in our chat two of the screenshots with the, uh, the, uh, the maid alien boss being like, "It's time for you to become a Stardust memory." Stardust memory. God, what a, what a highly specific phrasing, yeah. right? Because like, they, because all the all the maids always talking like, no matter how like deadly serious the situation is, they yeah. they still talk in their it's appropriate puns, like right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, the episode literally, you know, culminating in Nagomi shouting "Moe Moe Kune" at um. Yes. Because at, I'm at a Manami, maid. Right? So made yes. you, I guess. Yes. <laughs> With the heart gesture and everything. Yep. Yeah. I uh, mean, that's that's that was always the best joke, like with the ED, right? Yes. It's kind of the right. same. Yeah. It's, it's that. It's that. It's that juxtaposition. Yeah. It's that same joke, just taken to the highest level they can take it. But, uh, Man, I gotta yeah. ask though, if 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 Nagomi was able to become this good of a ninja in one like week, that quickly, yeah. Why the hell aren't the ninjas running Akiba, huh? <laughs> like, That's a good like question. I mean, you know these these maids are, are pretty strong. Late. Don't don't get me wrong, but these ninjas seem they seem quite powerful. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know we've got a couple episodes left, and their main, uh, the main antagonists are off the board. Yeah, is it time for like all the, like we have, yeah, we've got ninjas. Is it time for the other themed maid cafes to show up? Like, are the night maids gonna show up? Or the? Well, like, I mean, I think that's a thing, right? Is like pirate like the, maids or whatever. Like, is like I feel like the ninjas weren't even necessarily maids, right? It like right. it was just right. p- purely the ninja, ninja gimmick. Yeah, and it's like. What other okay. Gimmicks? Okay. Wait. 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 Okay. Uh, all right. All right. Galaxy Brain has activated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Maid War. Right. The Maid yeah. War. That is the primary focus of Akiba Maid War. Yes. Which is sort of meant to be a parallel to like you know Yakuza fiction and drama, right? Yeah. And so if we were to then okay, so if we are to then use the analogy of maids equal Yakuza, and thus the war between. Uh, the 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 alien group and 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 creature land as a uh-huh. you know a yakuza on yakuza conflict right, right. Uh-huh. like two different families right 
something Would like that. the introduction of non-made factions right. like the ninjas uh-huh. be the equivalent of a different ethnic gang right. being like introduced? The, like the, the, the Jinwon the, Mafia or the, the Koreans right. coming right. in or, or the triads, yeah, like, right? Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, the Koreans or the triads or even like the Russian mafia or yeah. something. CIA <laughs> is here. Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah, that, that that could parallel all that. You know, you um, can even get, like, all the good Yakuza tropes of, like, they don't even understand our ways, they don't fight mm-hmm. the way we fight, and all that yeah. shit. And the ninjas, you know, we've got the ninjas, but like, now the cowboys are gonna show up. <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> well, see, so my 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 thing is, like, is this all, is this all gonna end with, like, okay, so... <laughs> This is just a theory I'm throwing out here. So, uh-huh. you know, Nagomi has chosen that she's going to live her life as a maid in uh-huh. the way that we often think of a maid cafe maid as a someone who doesn't kill people sure, uh, and just wants to, you know, say moe moe kyun and, you know, put ketchup on your omelet rice, right? Yeah. Um, This story is taking place in 1999. Yeah. Right. Is this going to end in like the present day, twenty years, twenty plus years mm. later, with like okay. our made cafes as we know them today, and like, but they're like telling stories of their, you know, <laughs> of their their mothers, uh, yeah. and you know, maybe even grandmothers when that fought you know, it out when, so when that Nagami we could have now. Well, Nagami is going to be as old as Ronko. You know, she'll remember the the day, the dangerous days of uh... yes, and. Of the, yes, uh, of the Heisei era, and they'll be, they'll be reminiscing on <laughs> on the 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 maid wars of the nineties, yeah, and now yeah. it's the Heisei maid wars, and now it's all you know cleaned up and well, you're we just have gonna have maid. like some like fifty year old maid maid with an eye patch like Hell pouring yeah. her at, pouring out a cup of sake, like be like, fuck, you like kids the nun don't get Black it, Lagoon, like yeah, like back in the day. <laughs> Being a yeah. maid meant something, you know. My my, my sisters died for for the for you, you know? so you guys could uh, maids yeah. maids these days. They're just, I mean, okay. Here's the part where I just I am literally copying a line read from the Yakuza games. Yeah. You know, maids these days they're just in it, you know, for the flashy clothes and the attention. But back <laughs> in the day, you know, wearing this pit, wearing this dress meant Mo- something. Moa Kuhn meant something. Yeah. you know yeah I mean, I mean they've already had a little bit of that even in currently <laughs> yeah. right but yeah i i'm just uh, like is this supposed to be the origin story of maids as we know them in i guess 2000 so. in 2022 but yeah god anyway that show's fun i hope they yeah. stick to that tone because that's what i like the show the yeah, best Yeah, because i mean like yep. Madami, i mean honestly left the story a lot faster than i thought she would yeah. like I'm, yeah. I'm actually curious what what the con what the driving conflict will be from here on out other than like well, i can just bring in more problematic waifus yeah. uh i mean i guess it feels like the creature land group like the lar- the the conglomerate as a whole maybe is has their sights set on taking out uh t- the the oinky doy cafe for good uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh... yeah they still have not suffered the consequences for their many crimes against the creature no, land not group. yet so we'll see, but yeah. yeah, good times. All right, um, let's move on to talk about Bochi the Rock, yeah, which has uh, gone from 
well, it's just straight black comedy now, I think, oh, at this yeah. point. Like, <laughs> they're not pulling Crazy. any punches. I didn't see today's, but... Yeah, well... Too. Well the, well, the first the first episode of the block would have been the uh, when she meets the alcoholic uh, baseball. Yeah, they, yeah, wow. And um, talk about being, pulling. Yeah, there's their being pointed, and then there's like sc- stabbing you in the throat and watching <laughs> you bleed out. Um, holy oh, shit! We have to. Laugh. I thought I know, it was from is, crying. Honestly, I thought it was hilarious, but in a in a way of. <laughs> this is way too close to home. Yeah, no, this, this, I mean, you know, so, you know, we might as well just set the set the scene, right? So this this week, it continues the arc of Bochi has to get five people to buy tickets for yes. the concert, right? And of course, the initial joke was, well, I got to find one more because, you know, I'll sell one to uh, my mom, my dad, my sister, and the dog, right? And of course, yep. reality sets in and Bochi's mom was like, you know, a Your dog sister- can't buy a ticket and your sister's underage right yeah, yeah. uh so, so she's yeah. off to find more people to buy tickets and uh meets uh i forget her name but just uh the as we've gone to call her the alcoholic bassist i guess yeah <laughs> yeah so she's in she's in a, she's an adult in another band and she's like plays her bass with the shamisen bachi yeah and uh, pounding sake juice boxes. Oh, Jesus Christ, man! That's some real. That's some high level alcoholism. That's a vibe. I mean, like the because I mean, I'm gonna be real, all right. Like the 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 lowest tier of sake I've ever seen is like the cup sake, the right? In the plastic yeah. jars, right? And yeah. like, okay. See, here's the thing to bring back the yakuza comparisons. That's what Ichiban drank yeah, when he was like, homeless. That's, right. That, that, that's like, <laughs> no, that's like, right. No, when Ichiban finally gets like the cheapest home possible, like their celebration sake is like the gold glass cup once or yeah, like, right. Like, like that is up to up to now what I had assumed was as low lowest. as you could go. Mm-hmm. I was not aware you could go as low get as the, fucking, fucking Capri, Capri Sun. Sun. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> that's a next uh. level. Oh man. Um, maybe <laughs> this is just the way my brain has worked in the past. Well it's like <laughs> the the part that really got me was towards the end of the episode where she's like, I'll buy the ticket. Fifteen hundred yen, that's just five five juice boxes, so it's fine. And it's like the the level of alcoholism you have to be into the depths you have to get to to start measuring your money in in alcohol yeah <laughs> like is yeah. Um, <laughs> right that, no, uh, I mean, that really got me that it, was really like funny. like i will say credit words do right it's like as mu- i mean the character is clearly meant to be comedic right she's yes. clearly played off as a joke but like there is like there's a real specificity s- there, yes there's a real sting of specificity to what drives her to drink and like breaking down that it is like yeah, just the general malaise of adulthood, right? Like, and yeah. like the very specific problems of being a young adult, you know, at least in the current f- version of, you yeah. know, or in, in, in current day Japan, you know, with the very specific like cultural and societal pressures of being an adult in Japan. Yep. It's like, which they literally have a screenshot where they list the all of them on the screen. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like, it's like, it's like, I think there's some options. It's like, Pension problems, like, rural population. Yeah. 
yeah, pension crisis, rural depopulation, the future. You know, like it's it's like, yeah, no right. kidding. People are driven to some right. degrees. Of I mean, that's that's abuse, the that's you know? the hard hitting part of it. It's not right. that she. It's not like haha, funny alcoholic. It's like, well, why has she been driven to the <laughs> drink? Yes. Right. So uh, and then but we get it, the also, like, it also. Go ahead. But but I think it also still works because, like, in a lot of ways, is this the first, like, is this the first adult figure Bochi has met outside of her family or, like, people her yeah, friends know? I think right? so. And so it's like there is that really fun dynamic of, like, yes, this alcoholic bassist is, is, is an unrepentant drunk. But also, she carries with her the sort of, like, nonchalance and, like, experience and maybe just even just the lack of shame that adulthood brings with it, right? Yeah. Like, like, yeah, chill out, kid. Like, you know, it's it's just a street concert. We're just going to play, you know, we're just going to play some tunes on the street. Like, Uh whatever. Like, even if we play badly, everyone's going to forget us by, like, you know, in 10 minutes. And I'm so drunk that I'll forget. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> right. And I do think in some regards, right, that is a good message to, like, impart on yeah. Bochi, right? Right. Yes. Um, the, um, the the sequence where she's like, oh, Bochi, I bet you'll be, I bet you are going to oh, love God. drinking Bochi. And Bochi oh, has no. her hellish flash forward to, like, I, that was... That one is what got me. <laughs> that one... It's like having my hands reach out of the screen and snap my neck. Ugh. Yeah, that one felt super bad to watch. <laughs> I, I feel like the 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 things that the author brings into this show are so real that I think feel like there's no way they have not experienced these yeah. things. Yes, like the, it, this. The, it sounds like it's all coming from experience, right? So yeah, I mean, the one for me, I think, was the specific detail of like where Bochi was like, "Mom stopped bothering me." Like stop nagging me to go to the hell of work now yeah. that my younger sister is having kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's like it's that oh highly God. specific, yeah. like as an older sibling who has who is has implicitly failed compared to their younger sibling. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. oh shit. <laughs> no, don't don't want that. <laughs> yeah. Really hitting hard. Um yeah, so that 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 was a good episode. Um, I, I knew you guys didn't see today's episode. I'm gonna post a screenshot in All the right, chat okay, here for you to see. Um, Live radio, folks. Oh, I, <laughs> sure. Yeah, for the listeners, it is a picture. Team Star, fuck. It is a picture of Bochi with a uh, light up star sun star sunglasses and a mustache and a party hat. She's joined Team Star. I gotta take her down. Is this is this oh the badges. cooler Bochi we've heard so much about? Yeah, the, the cooler Bochi. Um, <laughs> no, the the general co- the general concept is um, <laughs> two of the girls from the band are coming over to her house, and this is oh, like the first time she's ever had cool. friends at her house. Uh, ah, yeah. and um, she gets a little too she overthinks the planning of it. Let's say. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Sure, which she doesn't realize until they arrive, and she's like, "Oh, I went too far." Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, her her family proceeds to roast her. Uh, yep, I, I think Aqua said uh, it's just Bochi getting murdered. 
at one point literally <laughs> murdered uh, for oh, 22 nice. straight minutes. Um, they they do the joke where everybody dies and then they just go to the next scene and don't explain anything. Yep, good. Always which, a, which always I a love that the um, <laughs> there is a certain surreal quality to the show that they like to play around with. Yeah, more so I think than your average comedy of this type. Um. Or even like a self-awareness. There's one part what I'm assuming was the commercial break in the episode. They like, there's no like proper bump. So it's kind of hard to say on watching it like on Crunchyroll. But yeah, um, they, they you can kind of tell it's probably where they inserted the commercial. And then when they come back, uh, one of the girls is like, it was in the middle of one of Bochi's like imagination sequences. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, wow, that time uh, Bochi time lasted the whole like commercial break or whatever because <laughs> <laughs> she was spacing out for the for you know as as if you know just the self-awareness three to five minutes um yeah it was pretty good so um but yeah it was it was a good a good episode a lot of secondhand embarrassment in this one. Oh yeah oh good which is you know any episode of bochi the rock yep. but um yeah. still pretty good so all right Gosh. um Let's talk about Chainsaw Man. Hey, Chainsaw Man, the most anticipated anime of all time. Okay, so we spent a lot of time trashing Chainsaw Man last episode. I think I don't necessarily still still holds true. Yeah, I don't want to go back and rehash everything we said last time, which I think for the most part holds up. I think we all agree these two episodes were probably a slight improvement. I think so. Um, Yeah. For me, I think so. Here's. I'll try, I'll try to say some somewhat positive things here. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying my best, guys. I'm trying Don't my best. Don't hurt yourself. Do your best. The, with the introduction of more of the cast, I can kind of see... Like, I do like their general group dynamic. Mm-hmm. Like, things like, you know, Denji and Power kind of being like the equivalent of, I feel like, hiring two teenagers to work at a convenience store, like that kind of energy or like, (laughs) you know, just like I can see like elements there that I really like. I, and sometimes they pull it off. Mm -hmm. I just think for the most part, it's still being presented in a very flat, boring sort of way. Um, Yeah. I mean, again, so the, like these two episodes, the general idea being it's it, they go to they go to hunt down a demon and they get trapped on a hotel floor right so mm-hmm. you know, like it's a closed it's a I forget what the, like a not quite a bottle episode but circle. kind of in that neighborhood right and I do feel like I was right on the verge of just being like God just get on with it like I I feel like they should have fit in the fight at the end that they leave as the cliffhanger at the end of the second episode. Yeah. I feel like there had to be some way that they could have fit that in there. I don't know, something to kind of speed yeah, it up, I, move it along a little bit. I, I definitely think that like, you know, the, and now we're dragging, reality... we're, we're dragging this arc into three episodes. Now right. that's a lot yeah. of screen like, time. The, the, the reality is like the way the show is currently paced and shot. It just still feels too sluggish for the types of jokes that chainsaw mm-hmm. man has. And I think the reason why I felt better towards episode six, which is the latest episode, is because at least to me, it is the first episode of Chainsaw Man that feels like it gets anime comedic timing a little bit better. Like, 
there's that great like there's that great bit where or at least it's a it's a fantastic bit in the manga it's a solid bit in the anime where uh himeno wakes up denji right because now that they find out they're locked in like you know an an eternally looping right. floor of a hotel sure, denji's like denji's like i'm gonna get some sleep and it's like yeah, yeah big mood if i was also locked in a like lo- you know a, a, a an eternally looping dimension mm-hmm. Maybe I would use that time to catch up on some, you know, catch up on some sleep, you know. But um, Himeno wakes up uh, 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 Denji and is like, hey, all right, look, I got to be real with you. The situation's not good, right? Like, yeah. Aki's just pacing through the floors, you know, the hallway endlessly. Uh, uh, Arai and Himeno are fucking losing it. Uh, yeah. Himeno tried to drink toilet water. I had to knock her out. <laughs> oh, you mean and- Kobeni. Oh, sorry, sorry, Kobeni. Yes, Kobeni is losing. Yes, Kobeni is losing it. Uh, Which that Himeno seems to be her one. thing, regardless. But yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Himeno is the one who's trying to keep it together. Um, and the, there's the good, and, and and the reason why I'm breaking this down so like laboriously is to explain why I feel like this is the one time where they got the pacing right. Is like Himeno is like, and then power is. Uh, and then it hard cuts to her, like, just lying on the bed saying, I'm going to get the Nobel Prize. Yes. My, yes. my strategy for human domination. Prime Minister. Yeah. yeah. And it's like the one time, it's like the one time in the Chainsaw, <laughs> anime, Chainsaw Man anime where they get the comedic pacing right. Right? Yeah. Like, I feel like every other time they have told a joke like this in the anime, they would have done, like, some slow pan over or done some, like, uh-huh. fancy camera trick. You don't need that. Hard oh. cuts are fine. In fact, hard cuts are preferable. Less yeah. frames telling... are funny. Yes, yes. When you're telling those types of jokes, right? Or it's even later in the episode where, uh, you know, Arai is looking in the room and it's like, oh, God, who ate all the food? And you already know who ate all the food. And so the anime doesn't linger on it, right? Like it just instantly cuts to power, crumbs on her mouth, just saying, uh, it was Denji, Denji did it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it's like, yeah, it didn't that's... feel, it didn't feel weird. Like that other last time we were talking about the scene where power moves in, like it didn't feel that felt so weird. Like they did not know what they were doing. And this right. felt that this felt more like an appropriately. Yes. Spaced out type of deal. Yeah. No, it's I agree. Like, it's it's uh, so it's it it, it 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 bothers me because again, I wouldn't even necessarily say episode six is amazing, but it offers a glimpse into like how like genuinely solid this anime could be. You know, just despite you know the things that can't be changed, right? Like the directing mm-hmm. and the shot composition and you know all that stuff, right? Like even if that stuff can't be changed, even just changing the timing of like the delivery of dialogue. Yeah. Yeah could do so much for the Chainsaw Man anime. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I credit words do. I think that, like, and this is the thing that bothers me, I think, about this director is, like, he does do the slow bits fairly well. I did like how he handled the, uh, the Himeno-Aki flashback, right? Yeah. Like, because it's yeah. good foreshadowing. It sets up why these two care about each other so much, right? Like, Himeno clearly has a lot of unspoken trauma about losing partners in this line of work. She really cares a lot about Aki, you know? And so that sets up when Aki, you know, sacrifices himself to <laughs> take the knife, take Kobeni's yeah. knife for Denji. Right. And like, that's Himeno, who has been pretty much pretty even killed the whole time. Like, that's, she starts to lose it there. Right? She like, finally loses it, right? Yeah. 
like and it helps you understand oh okay these are all people right and they each have their own different breaking point right like yes kobeni's breaking point is comically easy to hit you know whereas <laughs> himeno right. can keep it together slightly better but at the end of the day right and then like we have the bit where they flash back or whatever and they say like the the really strong double hunters are the ones who are a little bit crazy in the head and so like of course by the end of that episode everyone's losing it except for denji and power Right. <laughs> right. Because yes. like, they are already kind of crazy. <laughs> yes. And so like, all right, let's do our ridiculous plan. Let's yeah. go. Uh and I will Yeah, I, it's a Yeah. No, you go ahead. It's it's insane to me that ep- that episode, uh, you know, Denji jumps into the the mouths, we get the whole cool looking sequence and then, you know, it cuts to credits. I cannot believe they just ended on credits and did not end on a chainsaw revving sound right it's such, a, <laughs> such, a, like, such an easy layup yeah like the whole thing is he's, he's like oh it's on now i'm gonna cut this guy up and jump in like end on the and then right? you know yeah yeah <laughs> I, I it's, it's, it's just, stuff like that 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 makes me go like right. you know, don't fucking get it and the problem is that, like, we say stuff like that, and I know that maybe to some listeners, it sounds like we are, like, nitpicking Chainsaw right. Man to death, but the reality is, I think all of our issues with Chainsaw Man is a death by a thousand cuts, right? Yeah, like, there yeah. is no, like, I don't, th- like, I think, you know, it, again, taken in aggregate, this is a well-made anime, it's just that, like, it is yeah. so easy to point out the million things that, like, it just constantly, like, falls short of. Right, I mean, and it's it, that's the thing. It's it's constant. Like it, it's it, they might be small things, but there's always something. Like in practically every scene, where you're like, "All right," but yeah, I it's I I do see what people like, though. I like I can see it in there, and it just like if we could just I I don't know if there was yeah. some well, way to <laughs> present it better. I, there is a way. There <laughs> is a way, Joe. It's called reading the manga. Yes, yes. we'll read the manga when yes. some point soon. Yeah. Um, I will also say just brief shout outs to uh Yeah. To Kobeni suffering the most Kobeni possible fate. Oh yes. Which is being completely upstaged mm-hmm. this season by two even more funny, more compelling girls with mental illness. Yeah. Uh, the uh Suleta yes. and Bochi. Yes, yes com- as far as the you know, high anxiety uh uh Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. barely functional mess. Barely functional mess. She has been upstaged by Bochi and uh, Suleta this season Which for sure. Which is extremely funny to me. But here's the thing: as somebody who knows where all the wonderful places Kobeni goes, sure, uh, it makes me love her even more that okay. she can't even win at the one thing she's famous for. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, all right. Well. Uh, I'll, Soleta, I'll huh? keep trucking through it here. So, well, um, I mean, yes. Yeah, speaking of Soleta, or not really. Okay, uh, yeah. So, unfortunately, our other major casualty this uh, episode, since we're recording a day early, is we we have not seen Mobile Suit Gundam: The Witch for Mercury because 
there we have not That's well first the of recording for, day yeah first first of all last week there was no episode right yeah. oh wait took- guys i gotta i gotta get out here and say something because th- oh. this is a this oh, yeah. is a brief correction oh, um yeah. Okay. So remember how everybody initially speculated, oh, right, like they had to, they're skipping this week because of production issues. Uh oh, hope everything's okay. Mm. So it turns out the Those real reason. Like, what? Golf. Go ahead. Sorry. Ah, oh, man, you, you took it from me. But yes, the real reason, the real reason why G Witch did air last weekend. Is because they televised a golf tournament. Sorry, I, I sorry. That was just my guess because Sentai and Conrad get canceled for golf fairly often. <laughs> okay, yes. Sorry, so... I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. Oh, that was, I didn't know. You didn't I was, actually I was know. Guessing. No, I didn't. Oh, you were guessing. I was guessing okay. because that's what happens to Ryder and Sentai. Okay, but yes, it was golf. Golf. Birdie wing. Birdie wing. Yeah. Last Birdie week. wing is out here <laughs> getting uh... it done. Saying, yeah. don't you forget about me bring my, my <laughs> rainbow bullet yeah <laughs> well i mean birdie wing is practically gundam anyway right uh, with the yeah. uh, it's got well literally has amaro ray in it um yep. and Charizard. we we can't talk about uh, birdie wing um <laughs> yeah so there was no episode last week and obviously we're recording before this week's episode airs so yeah. no gundam talk this time unless g you have any further theories you want to put all out, we can uh, do is speculate all. i guess i mean the, the title of the next episode is shall we gundam which is yes fantastic um, um i think i think during the recap episode um uh, uh um thing where they it was commentated by the vas for saletta and Mjolrin. okay Okay. I think they alluded to the next episode being a school dance or something. Yeah, oh, that's perfect. what that implies, right? Is extremely it, funny. <laughs> what does that look like? Yeah. So they actually, so they actually uh, did do a recap because I don't think they put that on Crunchyroll. No, I don't think they bothered because I mean I think it was just it was literally just a like televised just like ah oh, we're gonna talk over like a live yeah. stream. Of, I mean like, sometimes they do that the if anime. there's like sometimes they'll do that if there is like commentary or something, but I guess right. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that, that's it. I mean, I could I mean, go on for like another thirty minutes uh, about the aerial stuff, but I guess, let's I guess Kochi wrote like go, wrote John Robots making a pizza. Like, what's General Robots dancing? That's just mundane in comparison. Yeah. No. I don't think they're implying the Gundams are dancing. I, I know. No, that's what. That's what would be funny. That's <laughs> okay. what I'm. That's what. That's what I'm going to ask. Like, are they actually uh, going to have? The students in their robots dancing with the in the robots. I wish. <laughs> I mean, would that? I don't feel like that's impossible. <laughs> if maybe unlikely, but maybe. I don't know, guys. Happen. What's Guel gonna do? He doesn't have a robot anymore. <laughs> no. Nah. Well, he'll he's gonna be out of luck, I guess. But yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> who wants to All date right. somebody who's got been kicked out of Guel House? I will say, part. I did. I, I did. Briefly entertain myself with that mental image of wouldn't it be really funny if like Guel just kept stealing other people's mobile suits for the rest of the show because <laughs> oh, he doesn't have his own, so he's just like sneaking into people's hangers and jacking their robots. Are they gonna like, um, when he inevitably joins the Earth group, are they gonna like put together one out of scrap for him or something? <laughs> That would be that would be pretty good. Just to, yeah, 
I mean, he's got to get back into a suit somehow, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, more Gundam next time. Uh, And yeah, that's going to do it for this episode then. So we'll do our housekeeping. Uh, You can check us out at theglorioblog.com. For now, you can follow us on Twitter at Gloriolblog. And he may want to check us out on co-host at Glorio. Uh, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Amazon Music, Podbean, Stitcher, and of course you can check us out on YouTube, where you can like, comment, subscribe, ring that notification bell. You know, leave leave, leave us a comment with uh, you know whether we're right or wrong, or if there's any other shows we're missing. You know, that kind of, that kind of stuff. Give us that engagement for the algorithm. Yeah, and tell uh, us what you think. Yeah, besides, YouTube is going to be definitely fine. I mean, like, YouTube will never go away. (laughs) Yes, that's a permanent fixture, yeah. Um, Yeah, so, you know, tell your friends, tell your enemies, and we'll catch up next time.